covering all aspects of Milwaukee Brewers baseball. It's time for Brewers Extra Innings, the podcast. Here is your host, Matt Pauley. We do welcome you into another edition of Brewers Extra Innings, the podcast. We are powered by WTMJ Mobile. My name is Matt Pauley. Thank you for being with us. This is our pre-winter meetings edition of the podcast. You're going to hear uh, this disclaimer multiple times throughout the course of the podcast. We are recording this on Sunday night. Things are already happening in baseball fast and furious. So depending on when you listen to this program, a lot of the content might be outdated. We do our very best here uh, on the podcast to make this kind of as generic as possible. Not generic in the sense of uh, the content, but generic in the sense that uh, the content will last at least throughout the course of the week. But there's some weeks where that just simply is not possible. And this is one of those weeks because we don't know what's going to happen during the course of the winter meetings. So one of those episodes, if you're listening to this uh, on Sunday night or Monday morning, who knows, maybe even Tuesday, it depends. Uh, just the earlier, the better. But you're listening to it now, so that warning doesn't do a whole lot for you. Uh, but I'll put that on Twitter and everything uh, as well. Also, uh, as far as the uh, house cleaning stuff that we always do at the beginning of the program, if you are able to uh, leave us a uh, ranking review over at uh, Apple Podcast. That always helps if you do listen to the podcast via iTunes, Apple Podcast, and could take two minutes and uh, leave us a ranking. That'd be great. And if you ever want to get in contact with me, you can do so on Twitter. You could tweet at me at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. It's going to be an interesting winter meetings over the next few days, and I have zero expectations for them. Zero. Because I don't know what's going to happen if the Brewers at the end of the winter meetings have a brand new second baseman, a brand new top of the rotation starter, and a couple new relief pitchers. That won't shock me. If the Brewers come back with you know very little activity, uh, maybe a small free agent signing here, a small free agent signing there, that's not going to shock me either. And, in fact, David Stern spoke with uh, Adam McAlvey from Brewers.com this week. He kind of talked about how, uh, you know, baseball free agency now, it's a little bit different where guys used to sign and there would be a lot of movement in November and December ahead of the winter meetings, and then the winter meetings were more about trades among teams. Now you even have teams that sign after uh, spring training already gets started. So uh, Stearns is a guy who really keep, keeps things close to the best. And – uh, that's a that's a good thing to have. The the organizations that kind of let things leak out and the rumblings out there. That's 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 not generally a good sign. So I appreciate the fact that Stearns uh, does keep stuff so close to him. But with that, people like me have no idea what's going to go on. I think there is the potential and the possibility of an incredibly busy winter meeting period uh, for the Brewers. But again. If very little happens, it's not going to shock me. And more importantly, it's not going to worry me because I think that they'll still get done what they do need to get done. Now, the interesting part about that, and uh, we're, our featured guest this week, by the way, is going to be uh, Jake Covey. He's a first-time guest on the program. He is a contributor over at uh, Disciples of Euchre. So we'll be talking with Jake coming up uh, later on in the program during our social media conversation. Uh, I, I asked him this question, and so I'll preview it for you. The the two teams that seemingly the Brewers are going to be competing for in the National League Central, nothing against the Pittsburgh Pirates, nothing against the Cincinnati Reds, but to me the teams to be most worried about are first off the Chicago Cubs and then after the Cubs the St. Louis Cardinals. 
and both those teams have made some moves here in this uh, last week or so. Tyler Chatwood ends up signing with uh, with the Cubs, a guy that a lot of Brewers fans were hoping the Brewers might get in on. Uh, Brandon Morrow signs with the Cubs. The Cardinals signing uh, Luke Gregerson. They go get uh, a guy who has been um, out of the country pitching for a while, uh, Miles Michaelis. So the, the other teams in the division are making some moves. And I, th- I think for a lot of general managers, that would create some pressure to have to go do something. I'm not sure if that's the case with David Stearns. I think he's very disciplined in his approach on things. He knows what he's going to give up, whether if it's with a free agent. He knows how much he's going to spend on somebody, how how far he's willing to stretch that out when it comes to a player that they're trying to acquire in a trade. He knows what level of talent he's willing to give up uh, for that trade chip. And again, he stays very disciplined with it. So there are moves being made. Uh, the the Cubs get better with their moves. The Cardinals seemingly get better. Now, uh, the Cardinals don't get better in the sense that Giancarlo Stanton is not a member of the St. Louis Cardinals. He had a deal. Uh, the Cardinals and the Marlins had a deal done for him to leave Miami and go to St. Louis, and he had full no-trade protection, and he had no interest in playing in St. Louis. So uh, when all is said and done, he ends up in New York and uh, ends up with the Yankees. I guess the good thing about that for, for all the other teams in the National League is Giancarlo Stanton is no longer in the National League, and the two teams that they were talking with, the Cardinals and the San Francisco Giants, are both National League teams, so it looked like there was a pretty good chance he was going to end up with one of those teams and now he doesn't so uh there's a positive for you but there's just a there's a lot of moving parts right now there's a ton of moving parts we record this on sunday night and it seems like just constantly more and more rumors are coming out in fact here uh over the the late the the last uh little while uh, MLB Network and specifically uh, Dan O'Dowd, who spent a long time as the general manager of the Colorado Rockies and is now uh, one of their studio uh, studio analysts on MLB Network, he really thinks that the Brewers are going to acquire Chris Archer from the Rays. I'd love to see them acquire Chris Archer. I think Chris Archer would be uh, a great piece for this team. I like the way Archer pitches. I like Archer as a guy. I think he would probably fit in pretty well inside of that clubhouse. I mean, I don't know him really, really well. But uh, for me, he seems like a guy that would probably fit with the Brewers. The question remains, what do you give up for him? Do you have to give up a Lewis Brinson? I have a hard time with almost any deal that requires giving up Lewis Brinson because uh, of what I think he is going to turn into. The San Francisco Giants have evidently been interested in Domingo Santana. I might be in the minority here because I know Santana was a guy who contributed at the big league level, but long term, does he does he make sense for the Brewers? If you're going to try to eventually push in Brett Phillips and Lewis Brinson as starting outfielders, is Santana the odd man out? And yeah, he might have another season like he just had, or he might take a step back. And if he has a, takes a step back, this is an opportunity to sell high on Santana. So I think I'd be more willing to see the team trade away at Domingo Santana than I would to see them trade away Lewis Brinson. And that's a year ago, I think most people would have absolutely agreed with that statement. Right now, there seems to be people who have a little bit of a different feeling on that because the team performed so well this past year. All of a sudden, it's not about uh, acquiring as many top prospects as you can acquire and developing and cultivating those same prospects. 
now there there's some thought out there. It's about going and getting guys who can contribute right now. And if you got to give something up to get those kind of guys, you're you're more willing to give up somebody at the prospect level as opposed to somebody who's contributing at the big league level. Could be a very interesting few days at the winter meetings. Might not. We'll just have to wait and see uh, what's going to happen. All right, on the program this week, our social media conversation. Again, we have a first-time guest on the program. We haven't had a first-timer on in uh, quite some time, so thought that it was a good time to get somebody new in, and that's going to be uh, Jake Covey from Disciples of Euchre. He is up in just a few minutes, but first let's get to this week's Headlines of the Week. It doesn't matter if it's right in the middle of the summer or winter. There's always news about the Brewers. Let's look back at the week that was with Matt's Headlines of the Week. All right, a very quiet week for the Brewers as uh, really it was, it's all about getting ready for the winter meetings. And again, for uh, here's your disclaimer. You're going to hear it over and over and over during the course of the podcast. We are recording this on Sunday night. Uh, this is one of the, we, again, we always try to do these podcasts where if you listen to them anytime during the course of the week, uh, that they remain relevant. This is one of those weeks where it's a little bit tougher because we don't know what's going to happen at the winter meetings. So everything we're talking about, it could just be completely non-relevant, if that's even a word, uh, coming up here at, at some point in time. And we will uh, we'll, we'll just have to talk about it next week uh, on the podcast. But that being said, been a pretty quiet week. I think the the news that happened this week that some dominoes kind of affect the Brewers. Uh, first off, the decision by Giancarlo Stanton not to accept a trade to St. Louis. That obviously has a huge effect on the Brewers as uh, now all of a sudden they are not in a situation where they're going to have to face Stanton over and over and over and over with him being a member of the Cardinals. In fact, Stanton is going to be in the American League now, and he's going to be in the American League East playing for the Yankees. The Brewers and Yankees played this past year, so they're not going to even play again for a couple more seasons unless they were to meet in the World Series. So Giancarlo Stanton is out of the Brewers' hair for at least a little while. Shohei Otani, he signs with the Angels. Uh, the Cubs were hopeful that Otani would sign with them. Uh, Otani had narrowed his list down to seven teams. That's what we talked about last week on the podcast. The Cubs were one of those finalists, but they come up short. So those two dominoes have fallen. And those were the two biggest offseason dominoes. And since everybody figured out where those guys were going, it kind of opens everything else back up. And we, we've seen some moves. Haven't seen moves yet with the Brewers as we record this uh, on Sunday night, but we have seen some moves. As mentioned earlier, uh, some of the NL Central foes for the Brewers making some moves. Tyler Chatwood uh, signing with the Chicago Cubs. A disappointing thing for a lot of Brewers fans. They were hopeful that he may end up uh, being a Brewer. Also uh, signing with the Cubs was uh, Brandon Morrow. That happened on Sunday. The Cardinals signed Luke Gregerson, and uh, the Cardinals also signed Miles Michaelis. And he he's another interesting guy. A lot of people uh, thought that maybe the Brewers would be in on him. He's a guy who's been out of the United States for the last few years, uh, pitching overseas and really doing a nice job. And considering uh, that the Brewers brought back Eric Thames last year, there was a thought that maybe uh, they would bring him back, but uh, that is not the case as he assigned a deal with uh, with the St. Louis Cardinals. Again, we'll have a lot more news you would think 
you would think we would have a lot more news in this portion of the podcast coming up on next week's show. But those are, uh, for lack of a better term, this week, those are this week's headlines of the week. After every Brewers game, signing an announcement, bloggers and podcasters hit the web to give their take. Now we bring them all together. It's the Social Media Roundtable, and it starts now. Brewers Extra Innings, the podcast, is powered by WTMJ Mobile. My name is Matt Pauley, continuing on with you. It is our winter meetings preview edition of the program, so we've continued to do this disclaimer throughout the course of the program. Depending on when you're listening to this, who knows? Everything that we're talking about, it might be completely outdated because uh, we don't know what's going to happen uh, with the Brewers early on in uh, the winter meetings. But right now, as we go into our social media conversation, uh, we're very happy to uh, welcome onto the program first time uh, guest uh, today. That is uh, Jake Covey. You can read him over at Disciples of Euchre. Jake, it's great to talk to you. How are you doing? Not too bad. I'm pretty glad to be here right now let's get into uh the winter meetings that are uh, getting started here uh very soon and uh from a brewer's perspective a lot of people are expecting some major moves from the brewers just to kind of get this uh, conversation started what are your what's your expectation of what the brewers might do here over the next few days well, i think for the course of the next couple of days i think they're going to be looking at the starting pitching market for sure um, you're looking at, of course, Tampa Bay Rays, Chris Archer, and Jake Odorizzi. I know a few of the guys tonight were just talking about the Detroit Tigers and trying to make a move for Michael Fulmer. I don't really know if that'll happen, but I think for sure they're going to be looking into the starting market. Um, I think they're going to put some feelers out on some free agent relievers. There are plenty of them to grab and perhaps maybe look around at uh, some bargain bin trials. So. A lot of people think you know, a Chris Archer, the price tag on that might include Lewis Brinson. Would you give up Brinson uh, in a deal for uh, for Archer? For me, I think I would be okay with that just because of how much you know depth we have at the outfield position. If we don't, I know there are rumors circulating that teams are interested in Domingo Santana, and I think having him there is a pretty nice cornerstone to start. You know, Braun, hopefully he'll be healthy this year. You know, we still have Keon Broxton, Brett Phillips. I think we have enough to the point where if we're willing to go out and grab that top pitcher that we really, really would like to have, I think there's no problem in dealing a guy like Brinson. So you would rather see the team deal Brinson than Domingo Santana. Is that what I'm hearing? For me, yes. I Don't get me wrong. I'm a big fan of Lewis Brinson. I, you know, I love his game. You know, he could be an all-around talent, but right now who's the guy who's performing at the major league level and that's Domingo Santana now of course I don't expect him to put up the exact same or better numbers this upcoming season but I think he's going to be a pretty productive player you know the power a little bit of the defense whereas Princeton you know he could be that and more but you know he's not as well tested yet I think we can go out and grab a guy who's going to be you know, that big veteran presence at the top of the rotation, I think that's incredibly important at this point. Is that a shift for you? Because the, even uh, Adam McAlvey over at uh, MLB and Brewers.com uh, spoke with David Stearns this past week, and, and there was kind of that discussion of, you know, are they going through this off season as a contender or are they going through this off season still kind of on the rebuild path? If I was talking to you a year ago and I gave you the option to make a move uh, involving either Domingo Santana or a move involving Lewis Brinson, 
Would have your answer been different a year ago than it is now? You know, to be honest, I was not expecting us to do that well this season. Um, I think talking with uh, Gabe Stoltz, who's also for the Disciples of Euchre, we've gone back and forth, and I think I projected them at about 75 wins this past season, and they exceeded my expectations. I didn't think their teams would be as solid as he had been. You know, Travis Shaw really performed well for us, and, of course, Ace Janderson doing as well as he did. You know, there were a lot of things that I didn't really expect, and now going into it this season, I think I'm more willing talk about buying whereas last season i would have expected us to have another development season we would have seen a few more prospects you know we went to made a couple of those small deals that we made so i think really it's with that winning chance that we had in the first half i think it's opening a few eyes definitely is opening mine a little bit more there's a number of free agent starting pitchers out there, and there's kind of some there's some secondary guys out, like the the Lance Lens of the world. But the two guys that most people are talking about are, are you Darvish and Jake Arrieta, and the Brewers have been rumored in on Arrieta. In all likelihood, it's going to become a bidding war for both those guys, and whatever team ends up signing either of those guys, both those guys, uh, in all likelihood, they're going to overpay. The Brewers have money to overpay. Are you okay with them overpaying for one of those two guys, um, or are you more on the camp of uh, trying to see them maybe make a move where they trade for a starting pitcher? Right now at this point, I feel like there are enough teams out there. I mean, you have Tampa Bay, um, possibly Atlanta. They were talking about um, this morning, earlier this afternoon, that Atlanta will be shopping You know, one of their mid-tier rotation arms, and you've got Detroit and Kansas City even Miami, that there's moves to be made for quality starting pitching. And I think doing that instead of going the route of signing a guy like Arrieta that's going to be possibly 25, you know, more than that, even, you know, millions of years, I don't think I can really justify that at this point. I would be much more inclined to have the money just in case, say, for like next year or save it for extensions rather than working up the money for a guy that we're not necessarily going to get in their prime seasons. There hasn't been a ton of signings and activity so far, but some of the NL Central foes have made some moves. The Cubs get Chatwood, the Cubs get Morrow, uh, the Cardinals uh, on Sunday signing uh, Gregerson. Uh, they went out and got uh, Miles uh, Michaelis, I think is how you say his name, a uh, guy who's been in Japan over the last few years, but profiles as someone who could uh, come back to American baseball and have a lot of success. As the NL Central foes have been making moves and the Brewers have been quiet, at any point do you think there's a little extra pressure on them to do something while they watch uh, the team's right around them in the division make some moves you know to be honest i thought about that this morning looking at the central teams and you know who might we be able to deal with at the winter meetings and really it's this entire environment right now in the nl central is kind of a bit murky you have us you know the brewers doing so well in the first half that you know we could become contenders sooner than expected you have the cubs who had the down first half and then resurge back the Cardinals trying to, you know, fight that fleeting chances that they have of, of winning. But then you also have the Pirates who, you know, if they were so willing to, they can, of course, make moves as well. I don't, you know, I, I think there's a lot of tangible pieces, and a lot of, of things that really have to be sorted out. So I think it's it's added pressure for us 
either we attempt to make the moves and jump in, or we wait for perhaps, you know, the Cardinals to fall out of contention and have the Pirates sell off McCutcheon or Garrett Cole to really, you know, get the pressure loosened off. But I think there's definitely a lot of pressure going on right now. And the the two big guys and kind of figuring out where they're going to be, there's a there's a trickle-down effect throughout all of baseball on that. You know, first off with Giancarlo Stanton, uh, him saying no to St. Louis, that affects the Brewers because it's the NL Central. Him saying no to San Francisco uh, makes San Francisco more interested in maybe making a move with the Brewers. There's been some rumors out there that uh, the Giants could be interested in Domingo Santana. Uh, Otani going to the Angels. The Cubs were in on him a little bit, so now that changes things there. Uh, I, I don't even know what question I'm asking you right now, but it, it's it certainly is interesting to see. Everybody was waiting for those, you know, Know, those two dominoes to fall, they have now fallen, and that definitely does have some impact on the Brewers, it seems. Oh, yeah, definitely. I think it does for the entire you know, baseball spectrum right now. You know, you really saw which teams were desperate to make moves, to make these big moves to keep themselves afloat. You know, you saw the Cardinals and the Giants. That were the, those were the two primary teams that, you know, you really had to watch and see what they were going to do, but now I think that the bubble is burst, you're going to see a lot of signings start happening, and you're going to see a flurry of moves, I think, to really have to sift through, and the Brewers being in the middle of it all and trying to decide, are we going to go for it now? Are we going to sign these players? Are we going to make these moves now, or are we going to hold off? I think that's that's a pretty tough pretty tough job for Dave Stearns right now. Maybe, I, I don't know if this is completely true, but I, I almost get this sense that when the season came to an end, and we're talking with Jake Covey from Disciples of Euchre, and, and we're uh, kind of shifting away from starting pitching and looking towards the second base position, it seemed like when the season came to an end, Neil Walker was not going to be back with the Brewers. And I, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong on this, but it seems like maybe there's a little bit of momentum now for him potentially coming back. Do you, do you sense that as well, or do you think that he's for sure going to end up with a different team? I wasn't sure if it was him at the end of last season, but I know there were a couple of guys. I know Swarzak had said something, and I know Sogard had mentioned something that uh, you know they really enjoyed their time in Milwaukee and they wanted to come back. And of course, we re-signed Eric Sogard. But I think with Neil Walker, it just for me it seemed to click with him in the lineup. Um, it you know he he looked good in the Brewers uniform, not to be you know a little old-fashioned, but I think the possibilities of signing him are still there, and they're still very intact. I know the second base market is pretty filled with a lot of trade options as well. Um, but I think the problem, too, is is do you want to sign Neil Walker, or do you want to have somebody like Sogard start games, or you have Mauricio Dubon down in the minor leagues that can get a chance as well at some point this season. You know, it's... I think the, the chances are there that we can sign him, but it's a matter of do we want to give more time to guys like VR, you know, to, to have a resurgence season possibly? And, you know, it's, it's just another place to save money and where we might be the most. Do you see a scenario where a Neil Walker, a Jonathan VR, and an Eric Sogard can all be on the roster to, uh, to open up the season? You know, to be honest, I think you could. Um, I think the problem then would also have to be how many 
offensive players you want to hold on the roster, whether it be 12 or 13, because you're thinking, you know, Jesus Aguilar is going to need a, a backup position. You do have Hernan Perez, who's kind of our utility type. You know, you will have Sogard and BR. And if you include Neil Walker in that, I think it's going to have an effect on the bullpen, whether you're going to carry an extra arm or if you're going to keep an extra bat. Um, I could see it. I think the situation worked fairly well, but I don't know um, as to how much time you're going to be able to see Hernan Perez get or Eric Sogard get. You know, because to be honest, I, I, Eric Sogard did a phenomenal job last season, but I don't think that's something that we should expect every single year out of him. And the same with the VR. So, you know, the, the loss of at-bats for each player is going to be a little tough to see, I think. All right, I'll finish you off with this one. It, and it's a tough question, and, and there's really no way to know, but when when the winter meetings get over, tell me what your expectations are right now. Do you, do you think they're going to have a, a, a new starting pitcher, a couple new starting pitchers, relief pitchers, second baseman? How much different and, and how much activity and movement are you expecting from the Brewers over the next few days? You know, that's such a tough question. Ever since Chase Stearns came aboard, you know, I, I've tried running scenarios and things like that of what I think might happen in every time. I have not been right. So, you know, I, I think Stearns is a wild card. I, I trust the process. I think he's going to do a phenomenal job. I'd like to see a starting pitcher come aboard. You know, I think everybody wants to see a guy like Chris Archer or um, Jake Odorizzi or, you know, another major free agent name instead come aboard. But I wouldn't be shocked to see us get, you know, a back-end starter, um, say, like uh, Trevor Cahill, you know, a, a back-end guy that can fill the void for us until uh, Jimmy Nelson can come back or until we can get a better deal. Um, I'd like to see another relief pitcher. Um, that might even come to fruition through the Rule 5 draft. Uh, that's upcoming. You know, we get a, a young a young pitcher that's got, you know, a bit of control or, you know, that might be able to start. Um, second base option, I think, is going to be something that might have to wait or might end up not even, you know, coming to fruition. So, you know, I, but basically what I'm expecting is I'd like to have some sort of pitching get added. I'm not really sure what, and I don't really have too many expectations, obviously, with Stearns, but uh, I'll definitely trust whatever he does, that's for sure. Great stuff, Jake. Uh, great uh, first appearance here on the podcast. Uh, over at uh, over at Disciples of Euchre, obviously you guys are staying busy. Uh, you guys have your own podcast over there uh, well, that you're connected to, and obviously pieces are coming out all the time. What can people expect when they uh, do check out Disciples of Euchre? Well, what you can expect for sure is, is a lot of experience. You know, the guys that are on the podcast right now do a phenomenal job. You know, you have RD and you've got you know, a lot of, of guys that they're doing other things, but they're still staying true and they're still, you know, sticking around and putting out phenomenal content. You're going to see a lot of, a lot of, um, a lot of great ideas, to be honest with you, you know, and their recent prospect rankings and things like that was, I think I listened to that two or three times. I mean, there's a lot of information going around and, you know, some of us might be busy, but, we're all going to be true. We're all going to try and keep a level head um, in writing things. But you're definitely going to see a lot of, you know, educated and 
and uh, well-researched individuals writing. Well, Jake, uh, great, great stuff. Appreciate you coming on. Uh, we'll get you on again sometime uh, in the future. But uh, enjoy the rest of the off season, and uh, thanks so much for your time. Oh yeah, thanks. No, I loved it. It was great. My thanks to Jake Covey for joining us as uh, he's a first-time guest here on the podcast, and we appreciate him taking some time. Do want to remind you, this week as the winter meetings go forward, uh, be listening to WTMJ 620 on your radio dial on the AM dial throughout Wisconsin and uh, also online at WTMJ.com as uh, anything that happens with the Brewers from a, um, from a winter meeting standpoint we will have that for you uh, on uh, on the station, and of course, uh, Sports Central weeknights from uh, six to nine with Greg Matzik. Uh, when the Bucks are not playing, that's what's on between six and nine. And we always have the Brewers Weekly Show as well on Thursday nights at eight o'clock. And uh, that's another opportunity to talk all things Brewers. Uh, if you do not live in the uh, direct Milwaukee area or uh, throughout Wisconsin, where you can get six twenty, you can listen to it online at wtmj.com. And 8 o'clock Central on Thursday nights when the Bucks are not playing, we have our Brewers Weekly Show, which is another chance to talk all things Milwaukee Brewers baseball. But that is going to do it for uh, the program this week. Really looking for the, the winter meetings preview show is, uh, is fun. You know, what, what's on the wish list? But the winter meetings recap show, that's the fun one. That's where we really start to uh, look back at all the things the Brewers uh, potentially do at the winter meetings, and uh, we'll do that next week on the program. So until next week, my name is Matt Wally. This has been Brewers Extra Innings, the podcast, and we're powered by WTMJ Mobile. Thanks for listening to Brewers Extra Innings, the podcast. Matt will be back next week with another episode. For all the latest Brewers news, keep listening to a home of the Brewers. News Radio 620 WTMJ.